Hello, I'm Evan Knappen, and welcome to Gun Warrior. So today, I want to tell all my dedicated listeners how to get a cannon in New Jersey. I felt that there was a pressing need for this knowledge, and I'm sure that you'll enjoy learning about this. Now, one of the things that inspired me to talk about this uh, cannon information, first of all, of course, it's fun, and who doesn't like cannons? And also, you may find it surprising that you can actually lawfully have a cannon in New Jersey, since we're talking about the state that's, you know, banned slingshots and made them a felony. But cannons, haha, that's a different story. You can have a cannon. Now, what got me going here is I was looking at some old quotes and other things because uh, the political season is upon us, and I was reminded how uh, his uh, fraudulency, the senile sock puppet, stated uh, a statement about cannons in which the Washington Post gave him four Pinocchios for his statement that's saying the Second Amendment bans cannon ownership. Now, the article you can see is in the Washington uh, Washington Post, and I see there's an article here by Dominic Mastrangelo, and it was uh, back in June of 21. And the quote here says, and this is uh, Biden now speaking, and I might add, the Second Amendment from the day it was passed limited the type of people who could own a gun and what type of weapon you could own. You couldn't buy a cannon. That's what Biden says. And by the way, he's repeated that lie numerous times. So, uh, you know, big shock, Biden's a liar. And when it comes to guns, you know, everything comes out of his lips is a lie. And he doesn't care that he's lying. And we could spend an entire show on every Biden gun lie. But this one, this one in particular is very interesting because not only is he wrong about, quote, limiting, quote, the types of people who could own a gun, which uh, in the time of our revolution, that was not even a thing. But there was no limit to what you could own. And in fact, historically, cannons were owned by privateers. And privateers uh, had a use for their cannons, and that's why they had cannons. And the privateers were the uh, individuals that were um, given what's called letter of marque from the federal government. Even the letter of marque is in our Constitution to this day, and that's where uh, essentially the government can authorize individuals to act as what you would believe to be pirates, but in fact they're sanctioned by the government by this so that their piracy is legal, and they were able to then go after ships of our enemies, and if they captured the ships, they were the, quote, prizes, and you could make big money capturing prizes and their cargo, etc., as a privateer. But, of course, it was extremely dangerous because uh, the other side often fought back, and there you have it. But cannons were owned by privateers who were private individuals and others that wanted to protect their uh, homes, etc. It was not that uncommon, but for the most part, the... Uh, as far as any restrictions, there weren't any. 
And the funny thing is, you can own a cannon today in New Jersey. As a matter of fact, when Biden says you can't own a cannon, my response is, oh, really? Hold my beer. And um, I'm not talking about Bud Light. So let's take a look here at how you own a cannon in New Jersey. And if you've ever been tempted to have such a thing, they're a lot of fun. There's reenactments that can take place with your cannon. They're great noisemakers. They're a lot of fun. So first of all, how is cannon even defined in New Jersey law? Let's start there. What is a cannon? What's an antique cannon? Well, New Jersey's definitions are always found in the uh, gun laws under what's called NJS 2C39-1. That's where you find most of the definitions of all the things that New Jersey has decided to regulate, and they define anti-cannon as a destructive device. Now, destructive device is any weapon that's capable of firing a projectile that is greater than 60 caliber, except a shotgun. And it is, uh, if, if the cannon is incapable of being discharged, okay, if it's anti-cannon, if it's incapable of being discharged, or fired, or for which it does not fire fixed ammunition, regardless of when it was made, or was manufactured prior to 1898, for which cartridge ammunition is not commercially available, and is possessed as a curiosity or ornament, or for its historical significance or value. So if you look carefully at the definition, you see that you can have a cannon that fires as long as it doesn't fire fixed ammunition, regardless of the date of manufacture. So what is, what is fixed ammunition? Well, fixed ammunition is a cartridge. Fixed ammunition is the cartridge case, the primer, the bullet head, the powder. The one unit, the full unit, makes for what is called fixed ammunition. Ammunition that is not fixed ammunition is essentially what black powder firearms shoot. You pour the powder in, and then you put a wadding of some sort, and then a ball, and then you would use an ignition device such as a primer or a flint, or depending on how your black powder firearm was functioning. And that is ammunition that is not fixed ammunition. So basically every black powder cannon uh, is a cannon that uh, is not using fixed ammunition unless you happen to have some cannon from a period that actually uses uh, shells of some sort, you know, complete rounds. But most of the black powder cannons, uh, you would load the powder separately, then load in uh, the ball, use a fuse, etc. So even a modern-made cannon regardless of date of manufacture, that does not use fixed ammunition, is defined as an antique cannon. So in New Jersey, how do you possess an antique cannon? Are you allowed to possess an antique cannon? And the answer is yes. Under certain circumstances, absolutely. And what the exemptions make clear is that if you have a cannon and it's capable of being fired, but it's unloaded, and it's immobile, and it's possessed by 
a scholastic institution, a museum, a municipality, a county or a state, or a person who holds a valid New Jersey firearm purchaser ID card. That's right, folks. Your firearm purchaser ID card is not just good for the purchase of rifles. It's not just good for the purchase of shotguns. It's not just good for buying ammunition, but it is also what you need so that you can have a cannon in New Jersey. So there, did you know that about your firearms ID card? Well, now you do. Now, if you unlawfully possess a cannon, it could be serious. It's a third-degree crime, and that's five years in prison. So you don't want to unlawfully have it. So you want to make sure you have that firearms ID card. And then there's laws that talk about how to transport your cannon. And that transportation, if you're eligible to possess it, you do it in compliance with the regulations promulgated by the superintendent. And you can bring it to a place of repair. I don't know where the Canon repair shop is near you, but if you find that, you're able to bring it there. Cannons can also be directly uh, transported from an authorized exhibition or demonstration, provided you transport in compliance with the safety regs. So if you're doing a display or exhibition for, let's say, a reenactment, and as long as you follow those the rules, you're able to do that and bring your Canon and demo it. I know there's some great... Civil War reenactors out there who do this, and it's very exciting to watch the cannons fire that uh, uh, give that living history that great feel when you get to experience that. And just imagine what it must have been like in battles when those were firing in multitudes. You can legally load it and fire it at exhibitions or demonstrations or at an authorized target range. Now, I don't know where the authorized target range is for cannons, but maybe you know of one. And if you can find a cannon range, you're able to shoot it there. Uh, there is some requirement that you give uh, notice to chief law enforcement authority when you're going to do it, and there must be a 30-day notice. I guess when they hear those big boomers, they want to know what's going on. But it is legal to do it, and it is legal to sell Canon in New Jersey, as long as the seller is in conformance with the exemptions found under NGS2C 39-6D. 39-6D are the exemptions, and they specifically authorize transportation from place of purchase. And interestingly, there is no law in New Jersey that specifically prohibits the sale of destructive devices, or for that matter, cannons even though possession of destructive devices is prohibited, but anti-cannons and shotguns, for that matter, are exempted from the definition of destructive devices. So that is how you can legally have a cannon in New Jersey, despite what uh, President Brandon says. You can do that despite his lies that are often told. Uh, you can have a cannon. The cannons are a lot of fun, very collectible, very historic, very impressive. And Fourth uh, of July is rolling up on us. And what could be better than to have a cannon for Fourth of July? When we get back, I'm going to tell you some uh, some interesting uh, letters that I received here. Some 
great questions from listeners, and I think you'll find them uh, very, very interesting. We'll see you in a few. For over 30 years, attorney Evan Knappen has seen what rotten laws do to good people. That's why he's dedicated his life to fighting for the rights of America's gun owners. A fearsome courtroom litigator fighting for rights, justice, and freedom. An unrelenting gun rights spokesman tearing away at anti-gun propaganda to expose the truth. Author of six best-selling books on gun rights, including Knappen on Gun Law, a bright orange gun law Bible that sits atop the desk of virtually every lawyer, police chief, firearms dealer, and savvy gun owner. That's what made Evan Knappen America's gun lawyer. Gun laws are designed to make you a criminal. Don't become the innocent victim of a vicious anti-gun legal system. This is the guy you want on your side. Keep his name and number in your wallet and hope you never have to use it. But if you live, work, or travel with a firearm, the deck is already stacked against you. You can find him on the web at evannappen.com or follow the link on the Gun Lawyer resource page. Evan Knappen, America's Gun Lawyer. You're listening to Gun Lawyer with attorney Evan Knappen. Available wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I am a lawyer. I am a lawyer. Hey, welcome back to Gun Lawyer. I'm Evan Knappen. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to Gun Lawyer. We've been getting the word out and we've been able to expose all these crazy laws New Jersey have. Some of them are just unbelievable and how restrictive there are they are against us. And then on the other hand, you can see that there's many counterintuitive things that are actually lawful, such as cannons and other things. New Jersey is a crazy place. The matrix is extremely difficult to understand. That's why I will shamelessly plug my book, which is New Jersey Gun Law, the 25th anniversary edition. I am extremely proud of it. It is 516 pages. It has 120 topics, all explained in question and answer. And, yep, there's a chapter on cannons. If you want to find out that law that we've talked about here, you can read it for yourself, and it's explained on the cannons chapter in New Jersey Gun Law. The other thing that's been really shown to be very important about my new book <clears throat> is on the cover is a QR code. You scan it, and you sign up for free for updates and alerts. I've already sent out three updates and alerts in which the book stays fully current and fully updated. We released about uh, Judge Bum's new decision, and now you'll know which places are uh, still enjoined and which ones are not and which ones got modified and what the requirements are. So you're continuously real-time current. I had... Uh, great release out about the uh, insane gun ban that New Jersey has enacted over no serial number guns. You may have heard about on other shows as well. I've put out uh, alerts already regarding a multitude of subjects so that the book can stay current and as things break, you're going to know. And this makes this book a living document, unlike the Constitution, where they always say it's a living document. This one actually is because it stays alive with the updates and the alerts so that you're on top of New Jersey gun law. And it's my mission 
to keep it that way. So get the base book, the 516-page book that gives you that base, and then you'll subscribe for free, get these free updates and alerts, and you will be able to know up to the moment on any of these gun law topics. The other important thing about my book is that it's 516 pages. And with a book that thick, it is a weapon under itself. Okay, I just want you to realize that. In a worst-case scenario, you sure don't want to get struck with that book. Um, but there you go. So you can find it to buy it at evannappen.com. Just go to evannappen.com. E-V-A-N-N-A-P-P-E-N. That's my name, evannappen.com. We'll bring you to my law office website. And right there is a link where you can purchase your very own copy of New Jersey Gun Law, the Bible of New Jersey Gun Law, 25th anniversary edition. Man, I can't believe I have been doing this book for 25 years, but I am so proud of it because it's helped so many people avoid problems in New Jersey. That's been my whole calling, my whole career. It's even the reason for this show. So take a look at New Jersey Gun Law, and let me just give you one last warning. If you get a copy of the book, don't lend it to any of your friends because you'll never get it back. Now, one of our other sponsors that I'm extremely proud of is your state association, the Association of New Jersey Rifle and Pistol Clubs. They are the, the number one gun rights advocate for the state of New Jersey. They're the NRA affiliate in New Jersey. They are the folks litigating in the courts as we speak. You like that decision from Judge Bum? You like that fight that was there to make our uh, carry permit valid to make it so that it has meaning and impact and wipe out the most egregious laws that this uh, current New Jersey administration has thrust upon us. We can thank the association for their litigation in accomplishing that. They're litigating as we speak on assault, firearms, magazines. They're addressing the very issue that I raised with you in the last show. They're addressing it as we speak to try to get a fix to the absurd no serial number gun ban. They're in Trenton with a full-time paid lobbyist keeping us alert and aware and being able to take our steps that we need to do to try to keep these laws that infringe on our rights at bay. No matter what, you're a Jersey resident, you're a Jersey gun owner, you care about fighting gun laws, even if you don't live in New Jersey, join the state association because the New Jersey is the front lines on the battle for our gun rights. And the number one group fighting for it in Jersey is the State Association. Go to anjrpc.org and make sure you join. Get the alerts. Get that fantastic newsletter they put out, the best newsletter on gun rights in New Jersey. You'll be glad you did, and you'll be able to take pride that you're part of the fight and that you're part of the solution. Our other sponsor, who I really appreciate that we have on board is We Shoot. We Shoot is a top-of-the-line target range in Lakewood, New Jersey. They are just a great place. If you've never been there, you really need to go. You'll really be impressed. Uh, we Shoot is currently offering 15% off of any of their classes, and that includes, of course, their certification classes to get your carry permit. You get a 15% off if you know the secret. And the secret is to give them the promo code. And I'm going to tell you what that promo code is. It is 
GunLawyer15 at checkout. That's all you got to say. GunLawyer15 at checkout, and you will get a 15% discount off their classes. Um, book the classes through the website at WeShootUSA.com. That's WeShootUSA.com. This offer is going to expire June 15th. So jump on it now. Get over to We Shoot, see the facility. They're right there in Lakewood, so convenient to Monmouth and Ocean Counties. You know, our ranges are super important. They're very special. Without ranges, we're not able to shoot. And if you have guns and you can't shoot them, well, that's no fun. You got to have a place. And the places are getting scarcer and scarcer in New Jersey. And here's a place right around the corner from you, and you can go there, and you can have state-of-the-art facility training, great fun staff, really awesome people. And I mean it. They really are. I mean, I'm not just saying it. They are great people there. So go there and take advantage of their special offer at WeShoot. Go to WeShootUSA.com. So I have a letter here from Dominic. And Dominic writes, Do I need to have additional training by this October? If so, what is required? Have you have you a checklist of the new requirements in effect now while awaiting resolution of pending litigation? Well, Dominic's asking a good question. See, part of the new gun law, the carry killer anti-civil rights law, is a requirement for training in which the state police are going to promulgate a new set of requirements. And this promulgation of requirements has not occurred yet. And for that matter, they haven't promulgated a new administrative code yet. So my guess is they probably delayed doing that because they have all these tasks laid upon them by this legislation, and I'm sure they're working on it. As soon as they promulgate the new training requirements, then everybody's going to be required to conform to the new training requirements. So even if you have a license that was already issued, depending on the date of your license and when it begins and ends and when they promulgate, you're going to have to take these new training requirements, even though you're already certified with the old training requirements. So you're going to have to stay aware of whatever new requirements they promulgate. Now, as soon as they do that, I will be sending out an alert via the subscribers that scan the QR code because it's going to be an automatic update to my gun law book. So once you have the book and you have uh, you subscribe to the free subscriber portal with your email and address, uh, your email address, just your email address, not your physical address, just your email address, boom, you're going to get alerted to it. You can go there. You can download the new training requirements. As soon as the state police promulgate the admin code, I'm going to be putting that out there too so you'll know and see what the new code is. And these issues are going to get addressed, and then you'll know what you need to do. But at the moment, nobody knows because they haven't promulgated the new requirements. But they are going to. It's baked into the cake, and we're going to have to deal with it. So keep that in mind and stay alert to the training requirement changes that will be coming our way when it comes to maintaining and getting your carry permit in New Jersey. Now, Jonathan writes a letter here that's very interesting. He said, regarding guns in cars, I've been listening to your podcast. They are great, very educational. Well, thank you, Jonathan. I appreciate it. My question is this. If you're carrying and you have to go to a location that is legally prohibited, 
such as a school or a police station. Is it legal to leave your gun secured in your car during that time? If so, what are the requirements for securing a gun in a car? So, absolutely, but you have to be very careful here, and we need to distinguish as to what sensitive place we're talking about and why. If we're simply talking about the sensitive place restrictions and the requirements of sensitive place that were passed in the Caracillor Anti-Civil Rights Bill, then there is a specific provision that if you're going into a sensitive place that you may lock up your firearm as long as it is unloaded. And my advice is to secure it unloaded in a locked car gun safe. Those gun safes are not expensive, you know, less than 50 bucks. They have a steel cable. Unload your gun, lock it in that locked container, slide it under the seat so the container isn't even in plain view. You've now secured your firearm. You've met the requirements under the law. You can now go into the sensitive place uh, and you've secured it properly and responsibly. And look, you want to protect your gun from getting stolen. You want to be reasonable and you want to be a responsible gun owner. So lock it up in this manner. Now, uh, it may be so that you could get away with not securing it in a locked container unless it's just locked in the trunk or in a case. Listen, don't push the envelope on this stuff, folks. Just use a locked container and secure it responsibly. It's in your own best interest to do that. You don't want your gun stolen. Now, the distinguishing feature here, though, is Jonathan asked, what about schools or police station. Now there is a school, multiple schools get prohibited in sensitive places in the carry killer anti-civil rights bill, but there's a standalone school provision about educational facilities. And the provision for securing your firearm to overcome sensitive places such as a police station, they do not necessarily cover you for the other educational facility prohibition that we've had for a long, long time under NGS 2C395E. There is no exemption for that. So if you're going to go to a school and park on their lot, you could still be charged under the old law, even though you may have secured it properly in conformance with the new law. They contradict. They don't overlap completely. So what the best thing to do is in a school situation is you need to park on the street not on the school grounds, and then secure it in the manner that I've said, because schools are different. And the sensitive places, I, I'm going to tell you right now, this is going to cause a whirlwind of trouble for folks. They didn't coordinate it. They didn't cross-reference the exemptions. This is just a trap laid for the unsuspecting, because when you get into the school zones, you have the two separate laws. One has a method of avoiding the consequence or the prohibition, and the other does not. So don't fall into the trap. Beware. Make sure you understand these differences. And although I've been mentioning it throughout the show, the best way to know is via my book, Get New Jersey Gun Law. I have a whole section, a whole chapter, question and answer on schools and guns. 
This is why I wrote it, so you can stay out of trouble and you can know the law and know your rights and stay out of jail. Even though my profession is that of an attorney and a gun attorney, and I defend law-abiding criminals, as I affectionately call them, if I can help you not to become a client, nothing makes me happier. As we fight for our rights and we fight to maintain our rights, this is the key in New Jersey to survival, knowledge. It's the purpose of this show. It's the purpose of this book. This is Evan Knappen reminding you that gun laws don't protect honest citizens from criminals. They protect criminals from honest citizens. Gun Lawyer is a Counterthink Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. Reach us by emailing evan at gun.lawyer. The information and opinions in this broadcast do not constitute legal advice. Consult a licensed attorney in your state.